0: but he wouldn't give them the satisfaction of seeing him break. Instead, he again bit his lower lip until blood oozed from his mouth, and then he buried his face in his hands. He remembered. They told me she was dead with my unborn child in her womb. His decision was now an easy one. He would rather die than continue on in life without his family. As his tears dried, his eyes seemed to burn "'He grunted to let the guard know he was there and listening. "'Then he rolled to one side and slowly and cautiously "'slid the plate of beef toward him. "'He swatted the meat and bread from the plate "'and then harshly felt the edge of the thick tin in the darkness. "'He was afraid he wouldn't find what he was seeking, "'and then his trembling fingers found it. "'The outer lip of the plate had been worn to a sharp edge.' "'The new Emperor seeks my knowledge still?' he asked. "'Seeks? He demands it, fool!' the voice said from the far side of the cell door. "'With shaking hands he slid his finger across the sharp edge of the plate once more, "'bringing the sensation he was looking for—the cutting of flesh. Devereux drew closer to the iron door.' Then he raised the plate and sliced the one area that would supply enough blood to be convincing to the captain of the guard—his head. He sliced deep and long through the ragged growth of hair, wincing as the plate's edge dug a deep furrow through his scalp. Soon he felt the satisfying flow of blood coursing down his forehead, and still he dug the sharpened edge deeper— There had to be enough blood to convince the keepers that Napoleon's prized prisoner was attempting to do the unthinkable. As he lifted the plate from his head, Devereux saw that blood was not only flowing, but had begun to spurt as he had dragged the tin plate through a small vein. He held on to the plate, moving the sharpened edge opposite his grip, and then laid down next to the food portal. He allowed his blood to splatter the iron of the door, and then he sighed and made gasping sounds. He reached up with his free hand and slapped at the growing puddle of blood, making sure it splashed into the corridor beyond. What? It is blood, Captain! The fool has slit his own throat! The captain of the guard did exactly what Devereux had hoped. He panicked at the thought of losing him to suicide. He could never explain that to the Emperor. He heard the other man as he pulled keys in an attempt to get the door open. So, this was it, the moment of his death. He never had any plans to escape. But neither did he have the courage for ending his own life. So he would force them to do it for him. A self satisfied smile etched his wretched features. "'Hurry, you bumbling fool! He'll bleed to death!' Finally, Devereux heard the keys slide home into the rusty lock. Then he heard the scraping sound as it turned, and then the hasp of the lock was thrown back, and then came the sound of a man straining to get the door open. He felt and smelled the first fresh air in over two years as it hit his face, and he breathed it in, preparing himself, gathering what strength he could for the next few seconds, the last seconds of his life. He let his eyes flutter open, and his eyes instantly felt the jab of pain from the candle-lit corridor beyond. He felt hands roll him roughly onto his back. And before the guard could react, he swung the tin plate as hard as his atrophied muscles would allow. The sharpened edge came into contact with the man's neck. The captain gasped as he watched the guard take a blow to his throat just as he turned the prisoner over. He straightened and started to shout for others, but Devereux lashed out with his bare feet and caught the young captain in his left knee, bringing him down to the rough stone floor. Before the captain could fully react to the assault, the prisoner Devereux had leaped blindly to his back and brought the tin plate solidly down onto the back of the man's head, embedding the sharpened edge deeply into his skull. Devereux was crying as he rolled off the captain and lay still, listening for the footsteps that would signal his death. As he tried to bring his breathing under control, he opened his eyes to the glare of the candles. The pain in his eyes slowly subsided as he tried to focus on the darkened far wall. He swallowed and tried to stop his...